Section 16 of Bits About Home Matters by Helen Hunt Jackson. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Section 16 Friends of the Prisoners. In many of the Paris prisons, it is to be seen a long, dreary room through the middle of which are built two high walls of iron grating enclosing a space of some three feet in width. A stranger visiting the prison for the first time would find it hard to divine for what purpose these walls of grating had been built. But on the appointed days, when the friends of the prisoners are allowed to enter the prison, their use is sadly evident. It would not be safe to permit wives and husbands and mothers and sons to clasp hands in unrestrained freedom. A tiny file, a skein of silk can open prison doors and set captives free. Love's ingenuity will circumvent tyranny and fetters in spite of all possible precautions. Therefore the vigilant authorities say, you may see but not touch. There shall be no possible opportunity for an instrument of escape to be given. At more than arm's length the wife, the mother must be held. The prisoners are led in and seated on a bench upon one side of these gratings. The friends are led in and seated on a similar bench on the other side. Jailers are in attendance in both rooms. No words can be spoken which the jailers do not hear. Yearningly eyes meet eyes. Faces are pressed against the hard wires. Loving words are exchanged. The poor prison souls ask eagerly for news from the outer world, the world from which they are as much hidden as if they were dead. Fathers hear how the little ones have grown, sometimes, alas, how the little ones have died. Small gifts of fruit or clothing are brought, but must be given into the hands of the jailers. Even flowers cannot be given from loving hand to hand, for in the tiniest flower might be hidden the secret poison which would give to the weary prisoner surest escape of all. All day comes and goes the sad train of friends, lingering and turning back after there is no more to be said, weeping when they meant and tried to smile, more hungry for closer sight and voice and for touch, with every moment that they gaze through the bars and going away at last with a new sense of loss and separation which time with its merciful healing will hardly soften before the visiting day will come again and the same heart-rending experience of mingled torture and joy will again be born but to the prisoners these glimpses of friends faces are like manna from heaven their whole life physical and mental receives a new impetus from them. Their blood flows more quickly, their eyes light up, they live from one day to the next on a memory and a hope. No punishment can be invented so terrible as the deprivation of the sight of their friends on the visiting day. Men who are obstinate and immovable before any sort or amount of physical torture are subdued by mere threat of this. A friend who told me of a visit he paid to the prison Marsus on one of the days said, with tears in his eyes, It was almost more than I could bear to see these poor souls reaching out toward each other from either side of the iron railings. 
Here a poor old woman, tottering and weak, bringing a little fruit in a basket for her son. Here a wife holding up a baby to look through the gratings at its father, and the father trying in an agony of earnestness to be sure that the baby knew him. Here a little girl looking half reproachfully at her brother, terror struggling with tenderness in her young face. On the side of the friends, love and yearning and pity beyond all words to describe. On the side of the prisoners, love and yearning just as great, but with a misery of shame added, which gave to many faces a look of attempt at dogged indifference on the surface, constantly betrayed and contradicted, however, by the flashing of the eyes and the red of the cheeks. The story so impressed me that I could not for days lose sight of the picture it raised. The double walls of iron grating, the cruel, inexorable, empty space between them, empty yet crowded with words and looks, the lines of anxious, yearning faces on either side. But presently I said to myself, it is, after all, not so unlike the life we all live. Who of us is not in prison? Who of us is not living out his time of punishment? Law holds us all in its merciless fulfilment of penalty for sin, Disease, danger, work, separate us, wall us, bury us. That we are not numbered with the number of a cell, clothed in the uniform of a prison, locked up at night and counted in the morning, is only an apparent difference and not so real a one. Our jailers do not know us, but we know them. There is no fixed day gleaming for us in the future when our term of sentence will expire and we shall regain freedom. It may be tomorrow, but it may be threescore years away. Meantime, we bear ourselves as if we were not in prison. We profess that we choose, we keep our fetters out of sight, we smile, we sing, we contrive to be glad of being alive, and we take great interest in the changing of our jails. But no man knows where his neighbour's prison lies. How bravely and cheerily most eyes look up. This is one of the sweetest mercies of life, that the heart knoweth its own bitterness, and knowing it can hide it. Hence we can all be friends for other prisoners, standing separated from them by the impassable iron gratings and the fixed gulf of space, which are not inappropriate emblems of the unseen barriers between all human souls. We can show kindly faces, speak kindly words, bear to them fruits and food and moral help, greater than fruit or food. We need not aim at philanthropies. We need not have a visiting day nor seek a prison house built of stone. On every road each man we meet is a prisoner. He is dying at heart, however sound he looks. He is only waiting, however well he works. If we stop to ask whether he be our brother, he is gone. Our one smile would have lit up his prison day. Alas for us if we smiled not as we passed by. Alas for us if face to face at last with our elder brother we find ourselves saying, Lord, when saw we thee sick and in prison? End of section 16